The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. It is a good morning, Christian America. It is a new year, Christian America. It's 2021. It's time for us to get into the word. It's time for us to make that commitment to God. It's time for us to educate ourselves, to inform ourselves, to inspire ourselves, be inspired by the Holy Spirit. Get into the word of God and let it reverberate throughout your entire body, your entire existence, and that that may in turn make you create something new. It may create something new inside of us that we may go out into the world. We may venture out into the world with Christ in our visions and in our hearts with kindness and generosity, with love for one another, with love for our brother and sister in Christ and understanding both intellectually and emotionally that we need, we need our Lord and Savior. We need God in order to guide us in our lives, in order to live that righteous life. Let's get into the word today. Today, we're getting into the gospel of Mark. Uh, we're finishing up chapter two. We're going to start on verse 23. Get your Bibles. Get ready to get into the word. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. If you like what we do here, if you support what we do here, and what we do here is we try to we try to do three things. We try to inspire, we try to inform, and we try to educate Christians across this land into the word of God and inspire them to speak out on behalf of their faith, on behalf of their beliefs, on behalf of our Lord and Savior, on behalf of the community writ large, to grow strength, to grow confidence in one another. For far too long and far too often, Christians across our land have been painted into a corner, have been put into a box. They've told, they've been told to sit down and to color, to not bring that faith out into the public, not bring that faith into the public square or into the courthouse or into the schoolhouse. Uh, keep it in your house, okay? And only in that place. It can only be in the church. It can only be in the house. Nobody wants to hear about that religion. Well, we want to reverse that, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to reverse that. It's time to speak out on behalf of our faith and the faithful. It's not a time to cower down. It's not a time uh, to bow down, to lay down, to, to run away from the challenge. It's time to stand up for what we know to be true. And truth is not subjective. Truth is objective. There is one truth. That's the Lord's truth. That, that is Jesus. Jesus is the truth. His word provides the truth. His actions provide the way. His revelation provides the life that we should live. His example provides the life that we should strive to achieve. If you want to figure out how to live a better life, look at the life of Jesus and try your best to imitate it. You won't reach it. No one will. But the mere fact of you giving an effort to can only help you bring yourself closer to Christ. It can only help you bring your family closer 
to Christ. It can only help you bring your neighbors closer to Christ, your co-workers closer to Christ, your extended family, your state, your country, by God, the world. And that should be our goal. That should be our focus. That should be our vision. It's getting the word of God into the hearts, minds, mouths of everyone that we know. Jesus doesn't suggest that we make believers of all nations. He commands that we make believers of all nations. And we don't do so with ridicule. We don't do so with scorn. We don't do we don't do so with force. We do it as Jesus did it. With love and compassion. With sympathy emotionally welcoming people who have fallen away from their faith as well as newcomers to the faith. We do it intellectually because we also understand that when we live out the life that God has planned for us, that life is one of abundance. It's, it's one of much goodness. Because everything that God provides ultimately leads to his good. Even the struggles, even the obstacles, even the tough times. They build us into the person he wants to make us. And we have to be open to that. We have to not only feel that in our hearts, but we need to know that in our minds and so that's what this podcast attempts to do and if you support this this podcast if you support the christian american revitalization effort if you support the christian american community on all the social media platforms if you support this youtube channel the good morning christian america youtube channel if you support this podcast wherever you're listening to it on either apple podcast uh, Google Podcast or Spotify. We'd ask that you share it. We'd ask that you'd engage with it. We'd ask that you'd discuss it. You'd comment on it down below. We'd ask if you're watching this on YouTube that you subscribe to the channel, that you, you know, like it and subscribe to it. The only way that we're going to be able to grow this faith in our nation is that it starts with you. It starts with us. It starts with the community. People throughout this nation that put Christ first and love this country. That is the ingredients to reshaping this nation, to repointing us and direction that we should have never strayed from, but we have. And so that's what we do here on this podcast. And we're gonna to come to you this Monday as we come to you every Monday for the past two years now. This is two years of running uh, this podcast. Every Monday, we come to you and bring you a portion of scripture. I'm gonna read it to you verbatim. I'm gonna show it to you on the screen. That way you, there's no mistaking about what scripture says. Now you can, we can debate whether 
what something means or not. But there should be no debate on what scripture actually says. And so we're going to provide that to you. Just a short portion. If you followed us two weeks ago before the holidays, you would know that we're continuing our journey through the gospel of Mark. And Jesus has been accompanied by Pharisees and scribes. And they're starting to point fingers. They're starting to, to challenge his authority when he doesn't do as they think he should do. And Jesus has to correct him. And he's teaching his disciples as he corrects these religious leaders. And so last, well, last uh, podcast that we discussed, uh, the last portion of scripture that precedes today's podcast. Jesus was using the example of old wineskins for new wine. And we discussed how when Jesus enters our lives, we are something new. That should ring true today because we just started a new year. We just moved from, by all intents and purposes, one of the worst years that we faced in quite some time. And now we're moving into a new time. Similarly, when Jesus says that when he comes, when he's in your presence, when you follow Christ, you become something new. He creates something new in you. You are, as Jesus would later say, you are born again. We have to be born again in the spirit. And then once you are, you can't go back to who you were. Once you're new wine, you can't go back to old wineskins because the old wineskins can't hold you. In that light, as we turn into 2021, we can't go back to who we were January of 2020. That life doesn't fit us anymore. We have 12 more months of understanding. We have 12 more months of intelligence. We have 12 more months of experience, good, bad, and otherwise, that we cannot turn back. And so it's that in that context that we come to you today, that Jesus continues his lessons and his rebuke of the religious leaders of his day, the Pharisees and the scribes. And so if you have your Bibles, we'd ask that you pick them up, that you turn to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2 and we're going to start with verse 23 and it starts off and it says that as he was passing through a field of grain on the sabbath his disciples began to make a path while picking the heads of grain at this the pharisees said to him look why are they doing what is unlawful on the sabbath he said to them, have you ever read what David did when he was in need and he and his companions were hungry? How he went into the house of God when Abathar was high priest and ate the bread of offering that only the priest could lawfully eat and shared it with his companions. Then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That is why the Son of Man 
is Lord even of the Sabbath. So here you have, once again, Jesus and his followers not living up to the expectations of the religious leadership of the time. And rather than sit quietly and listen and understand, they want to challenge. They want to rebuke. Remember, Jesus is coming. Jesus' teaching is a threat to their own authority. They see the miracles taking place in the passages that precede this passage. They proceed, they, they, they see the miracles of the cleansing of the lepers. They see Jesus healing the lame. They see his power and the authority with which he speaks, and yet they fail to listen. How many leaders today are actually threatened by Jesus? that are actually threatened by people, hopefully like you, that are trying to actually live out Christ, our understanding of what Christ calls us to do. Our leaders are far too often threatened by our own initiative to seek Christ for ourselves, to seek scripture for ourselves. They're far too often tied to the way that they do things, the way that they understand things. We just came off out of the Christmas holidays. I know you've heard the story of the birth of Jesus quite a few times over the last few weeks in Matthew 2. You can go back to Matthew 2 at the beginning. And remember, the Magi show up to King Herod's home. They show up to his court and they say, we saw the star of the future king. We've come to pay him homage. Now, Herod doesn't know what they're talking about. So he gets the scribes and the Pharisees in his court and they pull him, he pulls them together and essentially asks them, what are these guys talking about? And they know they're not confused. They know exactly what's taken place. These are scholars of the old text. These are scholars of the prophets they tell herod that it is written that a king will be born in bethlehem they understand this but they don't accompany the magi they don't take it upon themselves to go seek jesus the newborn king why because he's a threat He's a threat to their existence. He's a threat to their power. He's a threat to their prestige. In this same context of this passage, Jesus is a threat to the Pharisees and the scribes of the local community. The things that he's teaching with power and authority, with emotions and intellect, 
He's making these connections because he is the son of man and he has the authority and he provides the truth, the way and the life to live. And they are threatened. They're holding on, they're grasping to their tradition. And not only to their tradition, but to only to their understanding of their tradition. Jesus breaks that mold. And we need to follow him as he breaks that mold. As we turn from these traditions that no longer suit Jesus into something new. And so these traditions in our nation, these traditions in our communities that once told you, keep your religion to yourself because nobody wants to hear it. You're gonna embarrass people who don't know anything about religion. You're going to cause strife amongst your friends. You're going to cause strife in your place of business, in your place of work, in your place of politics. You're gonna cause strife when you bring Jesus, when you bring religion into the conversation. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we spent 30 years not bringing Jesus into the conversation. I'm pretty sure we still have a bunch of strife. I still believe I believe we still have a bunch of problems. I still we I still believe we have a bunch of conflict in all of those places I just mentioned. The only difference is is we don't have Jesus in it. And I will tell you that the only solution to these problems, the only solution to these divisions, the only solutions to the to this conflict is Jesus. So as we come into this new year, let's put those traditions that we have falsely put on ourselves. Let's leave them in the past and let's follow Jesus and what he always intended for us to do, what he always intended us to be. And that's outspoken followers of him to make believers of all nations, to stand strong in the armor of God, to be made new, to be born again, to be in the spirit of God. If we can do that, if we have the guts, if we have the determination, if we have the confidence to stand up and speak out for the good things that God has given us. We in turn will multiply that confidence into our fellow Christians around us. And that is how we help turn this nation that I believe there is no doubt that has turned away from Christ. That is how we turn it back to Christ. And we do it together. We do it through the new mediums. We do it any way imaginable. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, regular people picking up scripture and reading it out loud 
would have been taboo on the street corners. They would have called you crazy. Well, that's the type of crazy I think we need to be nowadays. But instead of the street corners, I say we don't limit it to the street corners. I say that we bring it into social media, that we bring it online, that we continue to talk about it and speak about it and sing about it and preach about it. The word of God and the son of man, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if we do that, I promise you, our communities will be better and stronger for it. Our families will be better and stronger for it. And our country, ladies and gentlemen, will be better and stronger for it. Happy New Year. And that's what we got for you today. Again, if you if you like what we do here, we don't ask for donations. You're not going to find any at any of our social media sites. You're not going to find anything at ChristianAmericanTees.com that allows you to donate any money. We don't ask for donations. We want participation. If you want to participate, you want to be a participating member of the Christian American community, then follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, this YouTube channel, the uh, uh, the, the podcast on whatever platform that you're familiar with, because we're on all of them. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel, T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, uh, iPhone cases, uh, Samsung Galaxy uh, cases, uh, a bunch of other accessories that are out there. We don't ask for donations. We want to provide value for what for, for what you would gift us with. We don't seek the donations. We want participation. Be a participating member of the Christian American community. And you can do that without spending a dime. You can do that by just engaging in the social media uh, conversation. And that's enough for us. Get into the word of God, get into scripture, grow in confidence and in knowledge of not only God, but of yourself and who God made you to be. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on Friday. Until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.